Welcome everyone to the Basement Bookers Podcast, episode 28. <laughs> episode 28. We're recording in September. Uh, I am one half of the Basement Bookers. I am Jerry, and with me, as always, is Rich Therese, the other half of the Basement Bookers Podcast, your weekly source for wrestling news, rumors, and more importantly, tough ass opinions. We keep it real here, folks. Uh, we gotta hit the ground running with uh, dirt sheet news, speculation, and shit people probably made up. <laughs> so, recently we had a, a loss in the wrestling community. Uh, Sean O'Hare, uh, who we find out is he committed suicide. Um, took his own life. Yeah, he hung himself. Allegedly. With a red rope from his uh, fucking bedpost. This was this past Tuesday. So we're sure that he legit hung himself. It wasn't like a weird sex thing, was it? I don't know if he David Carradine himself, but okay. he, uh, rumor has it, he was battling depression for a long time. He had battled alcoholism for uh, for quite a few years. And it says in my notes over there that you're reading. <laughs> yeah, I also, was going to go to that. That uh, WWE actually sent him to rehab uh, six times, I believe. Over the past six years. So that's once. Including once, once this year. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to help him. But I lost touch with him. I blame his failed MMA career. That's got to be it, right? Yes. Also, he's battling with depression, so maybe he was... Bipolar when taking meds. It's a lot of things. I mean, depression is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's akin to like you're on an island. Some people feel like they're on this island, mm-hmm. and there's an ocean, but you're just in this ocean. Like the ocean is people, but you just can't connect with that ocean. No one sent them a lifeboat. You know, maybe sometimes you're just alone. Yeah, just feeling like people can't relate to you and you, you don't understand why or you don't understand them. It's got to be fucking horrible. And it's thirsty and yeah. you start drinking seawater and that, that, I guess that's it. That's it's not good to good. drink seawater. Yeah, you know? so, but, um, yeah. yeah, I I remember him. <clears throat> Actually, I remember when... Uh, chron- uh, not chronic, fucking... Um, Jindrak and O'Hare. Jindrak and O'Hare or was O'Hare and Palumbo. I don't remember which the tag team was at the time. I think it was O'Hare and Palumbo when they were the WCW tag champs. They brought them over yeah. as tag champs. Um, I remember thinking that this is Sean O'Hare's big moment. Because I remember thinking that O'Hare was this was going to be this awesome, really, breakout star. Because he was a, he's a big dude. He really had the WWE look. Yeah, he had the physique, the, the look. Yeah, he had that fucking intense look about him. And not for nothing, I will say this about him. I'm sorry, JBL. He had the best fucking clothesline in the fucking business, period. Mm-hmm. You do that thing where he like he'd throw the clothesline and drop with the guy to one knee. So like it's like as if he's clotheslining him the whole way down to the mat. It looked fucking intense. And he was intense. Uh may he rest in peace. So uh more news on your boy Daniel Yes Brian. Yes. The troll face from Wherever he's from. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aberdeen, Washington. There you go. 
They're saying that he might be back to work Survivor Series, but they're not rushing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. They don't want him to get hurt again. I think they should take time. You know, there's no exact timetable. Might be about three months, maybe give or take. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like when I hear this, it's like they don't want to tell us yeah. that's sooner than that. But I'd rather them take the time. Uh, I don't see where he would fit right now anyway in the program. Like, I don't I don't know where. Yeah, I mean, you, you bring him in to fight Brock. They'll probably... You know, I mean, like that's it, not even a matchup. Yeah, if they do bring him in sooner as opposed to later, they'll probably uh, just for the time being, throw him in with Bree just to reintroduce him. To maybe have, um... Ooh, they could... I mean, I wish they would do this. They're probably not going to just because she's a heel. But, uh, have it be Bree and uh, Danny Bryan have them feud with Nikki and Cena. Uh, I think it'll be an interesting dynamic with Cena as such a strong face and Nikki as just a fucking heel... Diva can't really wrestle too much, too well. While I, res- I guess it works for Tina. While I respect your opinion, mm-hmm. I have no desire to see that. I don't want to see it either. But I think it would be a, a good way just to bring him back because, like you said, there's nothing for him. You yeah, got, but Danny's Nikki's husband. You got Reigns and Ambrose. I mean, Nikki's husband. Bree's whatever. <laughs> Bree's husband. You got Reigns and Ambrose. Versus Orton and Kane and Rollins. I mean, they could probably put Brian in there, but it's it lost in the shuffle. I, I, mean, I don't want that for him. Well, maybe if they just wait, a hole will open. As a matter of fact... When one hole closes, another opens. Is is that a fact? Uh, Yeah, man. I'm usually just paying attention to the one hole, so <laughs> I don't... You know. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> but yeah... Like, as a matter of fact, I think if they even uh, wait until after Mania, it will be okay. Because, I mean, the world title is booked through WrestleMania. As far as the rumors and shit. Rumors and shit say that Brock's going to hold it until Mania, Reigns is going to win the Royal Rumble, and then win the belt from Brock. Like, if Daniel Bryan doesn't come back and isn't thrust directly into the uh, world title picture, it's not worth it for him. He was stripped of the title. He deserves a rematch. If he's just going to lose a rematch to Brock, or lose a rematch to uh, Roman Reigns even, or let's say they, they swerve us and lose a rematch, he loses a rematch to John Cena. What? What is that? What is that? That's not, that's not worth him coming back. Well, maybe you just take... A long time. I think he should take his time, rehab, make sure he gets his strength back. Um, maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll tweak his character a little bit. I don't know. So. They're going to have to. Did he trim the beard? The, that, yes, stuff just, it's wore off. Because Brie killed it for me. I don't know. It's just she ruined it. Stephanie killed it for me. Steph. Steph. I thought that made it great. No. I love that. I want that shirt. You and that's about it. So Jake the Snake was released from a Vegas hospital on Saturday. And he's going to be staying with his friend, Kazani. Because I don't want to read his name. Cause Sin Bodhi. There you go. Shitty name. I don't even know if that's a real name, but whatever. So there's that. 
Uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan reportedly suffered a broken hip after taking a bad fall. The banana peel was not found. I blame, mean, I blame Mean Gene. You think Mean Gene did it? See, the hammer Lord, Lord Alfred Hayes. Where is Lord Hayes. Alfred Hayes? He's dead. I think. Moment of silence. Alright. Alright. Why didn't we do a moment of silence for Sean O'Hare? A little more recent. A little more recent? I guess because I'm not, it hasn't set in. Okay. I don't want to believe that that happened. But it happened. Or did it? You think that could be a work? No. <laughs> uh, the only the only dead man work is Undertaker. And have you seen him like out of costume? He looks fucking 148 years old. I saw that picture. Right? The one where he's like got these two kids with him. Uh, they're kids. They're his kids. As far as I know, him and Michelle McCool. Wow. Yeah, or maybe him and Sarah's kids, and Michelle McCool's like the, the hot stepmom. Maybe, but he's yeah, he's done. I think that was it. He's he's looked old for a long time. Yeah, but now he's like um, it looks like the the character of the Undertaker really ended at WrestleMania because you're seeing more pictures of him, and he's doing signings like. Looking regular. And he did the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, so. It's dark when he did it. So. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. He forgot to raise the lights. There you go. He can't <laughs> raise the lights because only The Undertaker can raise the lights. He's oh. he's he's Mark fucking Calloway. Mean yeah. Mark Callis. Yeah. Um, Mark Callis. I'm only doing this because for some reason you're fascinated by Rey Mysterio. I'm not so, uh, just with so, just so uh, the other one person that's not Richie uh, wants to know, uh, Rey Mysterio recently underwent stem cell procedures on his knees. So he had dead fetuses injected into his fucking knees. You don't think that's interesting? I think that's science. <laughs> I think that's the beautiful thing. They're gonna, they're gonna like regrow all his fucking cartilage and shit. Yeah, that's amazing. I think uh, it should be more. It should be used more. I would like that. Uh, I'm I'm for stem cell research. I'm pro stem cell research because it's it's fucking it's the next. It, it literally is giving you new cells. It's giving a body part new life. To me, it feels like you're injecting souls into your body to regenerate you, kind of like Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat. So I'm okay with it. Nice. I'm definitely okay with it. Uh, Big E. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods are favorite uh, stragglers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been working together on live events, mm-hmm. so I guess they're trying to test the waters on that um, that faction. That faction, which they maybe thought WWE was going to pull the plug. They're like, I don't know if I want to plug it in. Should we plug it in? <laughs> no, it's not. Just I feel like maybe they should just wait for the right time. What's the right time? The right time is the right time. I mean, don't you know? The night time is the right time. It is, but also the right time. Okay. I think it'll happen when it happens. So do you think they're going to wait for uh, some uh, racial controversy? You know what, though? I don't... No, there's no room for that in this landscape. The way things are. They're too... They're doing the Lana Russian That's different. That's different. That's... 
country mm. versus country. It's weird with race. It's weird. It's too weird. But that seems to be at least that uh, that gimmick, that uh, triad, if you will, it seems to be their angle on it. Do we really know what their angle is? Not really. Not yet. It looks to me like three like-minded individuals uniting for a common goal. And I, I love the idea. But it also happens to be, and if you look, especially look at the way the history of the way WWE has uh, booked um, black people, it's three. All, it's also three like-colored individuals. Why and not make a faction of two other foreigners with Rusev versus these guys instead? The Americans versus the African Americans? No, they're just Americans. Does don't. Don't put it that way. They're right, so, just representing. But I, they happen to be... All right. So Swagger and Colton would align themselves with all right, his, uh, his, his, Woods and crew. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Why does it matter what color they are? To me, Why can't it just be... No, I mean, why can't it just be three guys teaming up to take on three other guys? You know what I mean? Like, no one says anything when three white guys team up and make a, a, a stable. No one makes a thing about it. Why does it have to be a thing? Why can't it just be, all right, they're on a team, they just happen to be black. Why does it have to be, oh, it's three black guys teamed up together. It's the nation of domination. Who's the last black world champ? Or WB champ? The Rock part of him? Samoa. His father was a black guy, so he's half. So So half of The Rock was the world champion. Rock, okay, so that was last year. Before Rock. Farouk? When he was Ron Simmons in World WCW? <laughs> there was that. Um I that's I'm about I it. hope I'm not forgetting something. I think we're forgetting Bobby Lashley. TNA. He was ECW uh, he was World Champ. I guess if you wanna. I mean That's I mean, not the real ECW. Here's no. the thing. We have to grasp at these straws to find these black world champs. Rock was half. Ron Simmons was WCW. But why does it matter at all? Why can't people just be people? I'm not saying it does matter. Like we're I'm done just, with that stuff. It, it just happens to be an observation. WWE isn't really giving the belt to black people. All I'm saying is you compare Xavier Woods. But but I think that's part of what Xavier Woods was saying in the only time that that gimmick was televised. He was saying, you know, basically, it, it's time to stick it to the man. Did he say, it's time to stick it to the man? I don't remember what he said. It was fucking that long ago. See what they're doing? See what they're doing? Covering it up. Covering it up. That's what they do. That's what they, they do. They're trying to make us forget shit. We're all these fucking raw replays, raw rebound, all that shit. I just think that something you said was right in that they need to get over. It just happens to be that no black guys are getting over enough in WWE right now, in recent memory, to be world champ. Supposedly, and I know you're going to pick up on the whole work angle of this, but what could be viewed as a response to the 22-page uh, legal letter sent to WWE um, by CM Punk's lawyers, company has moved just about all of his uh, merchandise from his alumni page on WWE shop this week, and they, they're putting some big discounts on the shit. There's only four things... 
as of this writing or reading, there are only four things available. And I saw, I remember seeing his wristbands and a pendant. You said you saw his Blu-ray, which was what? Two ninety-nine. Two fifty. Two fifty. So if you like CM Punk and you want the fucking wristbands, a la Jeff Hardy, go get them now. Apparently, payback this coming year is going to take place on May seventeenth, as opposed to sooner after WrestleMania. Looks like they're looking to widen the gap between the B-level show after WrestleMania, which I think is a good thing. It'll give the guys more of a break after busting their asses at WrestleMania to make the best fucking big sh- biggest show on earth, whatever they call it. So it also looks like TNA and Spike are definitely going to be parting ways uh, at the end of the year when the deal expires. Publicly, it's being said that both sides are still in negotiations. But uh, the talks reportedly for real ended several days before TMZ original, originally broke the story a few months ago. TNA is reportedly in talks with at least two channels other than WGN America and Velocity, uh, both of whom could be uh, significantly larger than either of those, and said that one of them could even be bigger than Spike TV, which probably USA, maybe TN- TBS or TNT. Doesn't matter where they go. I mean, they're not doing anything. Oh, they're back up to a million viewers a week, so. They, they found them. They're, they're viewers, they found them. They found their TNA. Apparently in the past few weeks, Vince was reportedly all over WWE Creative to book John Cena stronger after his dominated defeat to Brock Lesnar. Which I'm 50-50 on. Uh, I think he should have taken the second week off. As far as in-ring competition. I definitely disagree with the way they booked him versus the Wyatts. Because they booked him way too strong against him. They should have only booked him in like tag matches where he gets a hot tag. and I've said it before, they could have just... People pay to go see them. They want to see John Cena. If they wanted to show him John Cena, they could have put him in a dark match at the end of the night. He didn't have to be on TV. Yeah, and even so, they should have just kept it pretty brief. So, that's the news this week. One other thing I have here is we touched on, I think, we touched on NXT. I have a statement here from Triple H. Uh, He said uh, that he wants NXT to be a brand in every way possible, and main, the main thing I wanted to mention here is he uh, his ultimate goal is for NXT to be so good that Vince says, quote, I want that guy, I want that guy on Raw, I want him now, and he wants to have to argue, I don't want him, I don't want him to go, I want to keep him here. So Triple H basically wants to recreate the Monday Night Wars, but within the same company, which I think would be great for business to the point where... Um, if Triple H is trying to keep a guy in NXT, and Vince wants to move him up and make him his top star, and if they start fighting over people, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, competition makes good TV. Alright, so speaking of NXT, I don't have notes here, but it's all up here. The opening match was, what do they call themselves, the Lucha Dragons? I don't know. I just thought they they called themselves at the end of that. I, they yeah. didn't have it before. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't think they were calling themselves that leading up to it. But it was Lucha Dragons, which is uh, 
Sin Cara and Callisto versus the Ascension. And it was kind of a, a typical little guys versus big guys match where the little guys end up winning because of their speed and everything and making the big guys look dumb and clunky. I think that the Ascension was booked a little bit weak compared to the way they've been booked in the past. And that's, I'm not just saying that just because of the loss, but just because of the way they lost. It was a little, I wouldn't say sloppy, but sloppier than we're used to seeing from them. What would you have done? I don't know, maybe done an injury angle for one of them. At least keep keep them looking strong, especially if, as you theorize, they're about to move up, which would be awesome, because I've been at least hoping for that for since fucking WrestleMania. Since even before WrestleMania. Are we talking about them teaming with Kane against the Shield? Yeah, they're good. Obviously, somebody's keeping them down in NXT for a reason. I don't agree with injury angles. I don't like them. Um, I think it's fine for them to lose the way they did, so the new tag team champions look strong. I do have something, something else to say about injury angles later on when we talk about SmackDown. Speaking of uh, the injured USO, but um. Another thing about that match I thought was really cool is uh, the new utilization of different camera angles. Because remember the spot where uh, one of the dragons, Lucha Dragons, held the rope open and the other ones dove out into the, the, the ascension? Yeah. The double clothesline. Those guys were like eight feet from the fucking ring. And the camera angle was like right behind the ascension. So it made it look like he was diving right into the fucking living great. I thought I thought that camera angle was really cool. Yeah, they were good with that. It's supposed to be uh, a part of the whole stage show. Mm. Cameras, announcers, referees work together and make a good match. So I thought I thought that was really cool. There there were a couple of filler matches like the the hair versus hair match. That Sylvester LaFork guy versus the fucking and it was dumb. I guess they end up dumping. Nair, or something like Nair, on his tag team partner's head. Which, I mean, if it got in his eyes, he'd be fucking blind. So that's obviously not Nair. And you can tell when they took the towel off his head later on, they had shaved it. That wasn't Nair. It was Nair fucking burns it out and shit. Why was his face red, though? It looked like his face was, like, burnt a little bit. Like, he got sunburned. They probably probably made it look like that, but they definitely could have made the hair look more actually burned off. Like, it should have been just skin, as opposed to stubble. Or burn his scalp, I don't know. They could have made it look it. They could have shaved stupid parts, like, completely, um, willy-nilly. Maybe didn't have a lot of time? You try harder. I'm just saying you try harder. There was that, there was Mojo Raleigh and Bull Dempsey, which um, I know the NXT fans are really behind Mojo Raleigh, and they made him look pretty weak against Bull Dempsey. Well, he's, he's, a, he's enhancement talent. I never, I don't ever see him win anything when I watch. Mojo Raleigh, really? Yeah, I guess maybe I watch at the wrong time, but anytime I see him, he's not... Strong or... One of the last special events I think he won. I don't know. He's always hyped. Stay yeah, hyped. but you just watched this, the, you know, Arrival yeah. and yeah, stuff like I that. Yeah, I watched the, the like, radio show. 
uh, on a lot of the shows, he's not that great. So then, except for this, he's losing the shitty match, the low-end matches, but winning the big matches. I guess. Except for this one. I think winning the big matches is more important than, you know, the little matches. Yeah. Like, lose on SmackDown, but win a pay-per-view. Alright, sure, that works. No, it's not about winning and losing in wrestling. The game. No. <laughs> it's about telling a story. You can lose. Yeah, I, I don't like Mojo Rawley's story. But I never didn't mean about him. I meant it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the story they told was that this bull Dempsey dude is serious. We have he had diving headbutt twice, once in the match and once afterwards. Yep. And it was the, the the women's match, NXT women's match. They don't call them divas down there for some reason. Because it's a stupid term? Yeah. It is. A diva is a fucking dumb term. It's to, it's like Aretha Franklin's a fucking diva. She's not a wrestler. <laughs> I agree. But, you know, they call them, they still call them NXT superstars. Yeah, but diva's dumb. They shouldn't even use that in the main roster. That shouldn't even... The Divas title is a dumb name for a belt. I agree. I just think they should have some consistency. Yeah, consistency. Just call them women. Because that's what they are. Oh, yeah. This diva shit is... It's why no one takes their style of wrestling seriously. It's why TNA's ahead of them in that regard. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. They were, at least. I mean... Well, I don't know. They were doing shit with them. They definitely were. TNA definitely was. And so now they dropped the ball. They're like... I don't know. So, we had Charlotte versus Bailey, And the end of the match saw Bailey kick out of Charlotte's finisher. I don't know what it was. And then Charlotte hit this fucking... Like, somersault cutter, which put her out. And I gotta say, Charlotte definitely looks like she's ready to come up. She is, but she isn't. And, because if they bring her up now, she's just gonna, they're gonna fuck it up and book it wrong, just like they did. Paige is not working the same way she did before she came up. Emma didn't work the same way she did before she came up. It's like once they come up to the main roster, it's like they have different creative up there, and they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's like they didn't watch NXT at all. They, and you're right. They should have some continuity there, too. They do need to fix that. They have history for these characters. Why not use it? They came from somewhere. They came from NXT. Yeah. They had a story there before. Follow them on their journey up. Do something. But no, you fucking you have Emma dancing like an idiot. <laughs> you, you you fucking take fucking Bo Dallas and you're feuding him with Jack Swagger for reasons. Yeah, the the Bo Dallas Jack Swagger feud is dumb, but I like the coverage that Bo Dallas is getting for it. I like the TV time he's getting. Lazy. They couldn't get him his own program. So they basically diverged Jack Swagger off a decent program with Rusev 
and you just throw in there's no reason for that. Why would Bo Dallas be okay with Rusev beating Jack Swagger? I think we're starting there's to no see. reason for that. I think I think we're starting to see it because Bo Dallas referred to him on SmackDown as America's sweetheart. I think that's ultimately what his character wants to be. He wants to be loved by everyone. He doesn't need that. Because everybody loves Bo Dallas already. He doesn't need that. Do you know why he doesn't need that? Because he believes. Yeah, I guess so. He believes. But he wants that. It's okay to want something you don't need. No. I want beer. I don't need beer. I don't know. I love beer. Beer loves me. Yeah, okay. Beer and my liver have uh, quite a relationship going on. Glad that you guys are happy together. Good. So then we had the main event. Now the main event was Tyson Kidd, Tyler Breeze, fucking Adrian Neville, and Sami Zayn. Now, you said to me earlier that you thought that it was a great main event. You were like on the edge of your seat for some of the false finishes and shit. Yep, I was. Great. Um, and I, I agree. I thought it was a great match. Um, I think that uh, we saw the beginnings of a heel turn for Adrian Neville, though, when he pulled the ref out of the ring. When uh, Sami Zayn was covering, I don't remember who. Doesn't matter. It was Tyson Kidd. Okay. Alright, I forgot. It could have been Tyler Breeze. No, I, Tyler Breeze seemed to disappear. Like, I didn't even know where he was during the finish. Yeah. He might have been outside or what, but he wasn't. He was a non-factor after a while. I think I don't know what they. I don't remember what happened to him because I was. It was late at night when I was watching. He was probably in selfie withdrawal and had to take a few selfies. Maybe it been a few minutes. I think he's not used to having such long matches, so he had to take a selfie. Probably. It's, like, it's not selfies, really. He's filming himself while he's doing that thing when he's walking and stuff. Yeah. It, 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 I, I can't stand the gimmick, but um, dude's pretty good in the ring. He was trained by Lance Storm. Just work with what you got. That's all you can do in that business. You don't get to make your own gimmick. <coughs> you just have to do the work. But he is making it work. I mean, the backstage segment they had with him, uh, he totally looked like sort of a cross between Dolph Ziggler and um, Miz. I think I said something else before, but Dolph Ziggler and Miz. You said Zack Ryder. Yeah. I guess I guess Zack Ryder also. There's the whole selfie thing. That's the Zack Ryder thing. He filmed himself. That's the Zack Ryder thing. Well, that was when he had the YouTube show, because he would use the footage on the show. Mm-hmm. And just the way he talks and his mannerisms is very Dolph-like. And, of course, the bleached hair. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. Um, but, yeah... I think the whole, the Adrian Neville, Sami Zayn dynamic, like you said before, it was cool when when uh, one of them was on the apron, you know, was in the rings, like, yeah, let's do this, and they, they really, we thought they were really going to get it on, and then, like, the other two came and attacked them, and it was still fatal four-way and everything. Um, But then when Neville pulled the ref out of the ring, I thought that was a bit... More, uh, more of a heelish tactic than we're used to from him. What do you mean than we're used to? He's done other heel tactics? 
No. That's the thing. Oh, because when you say it that way, it makes me think. No, I mean, he was acting within the rules, which makes it not necessarily a heel tactic. But simply the act of pulling a ref out is heelish. So you do what you have to do to keep the belt. I think I think it's a good time and a good way to turn him heel, have him feud with Sami Zayn, and finally have him drop the belt to Sami Zayn. Eventually, I think two more matches. The second one being the blow off. Mm-hmm. The next one he'll lose again because Neville will cheat within the rules. Yeah. I agree, it's a good idea. But uh, Sami Zayn does need a little bit more polishing. Um, I, I admittedly have pretty much only watched the NXT special events, the sort of WWE Network pay-per-view NXT shows. And each one, though, it seems like at some point Sami Zayn botches a move. Hmm. Like this this one, um, it looked like he, uh, he was supposed to catch, I don't remember which one, but he was, it looked like he was supposed to catch one of them in almost a powerbomb position where the guy's legs were supposed to land on his shoulders, and he just didn't catch him. And, I don't know, maybe he's nervous, maybe it's a big stage or whatever, but I think he really needs to fix that, because he could seriously hurt someone. They'll fix it, that's what the NXT uh, Performance Center is for. Needs to practice a bit more. I'll get it. And we had an instance like that on SmackDown also, which we'll get to a bit later on, but is there anything else you want to add about NXT? Not that I didn't say before. Now we got Raw. The good, the bad, and the shit. Raw started with a cage match because it was the season premiere, and um, Chris Jericho... If he's not in the main event, he wants to be in the first match because those are both key points where the audience is amped up. Mm-hmm. So the bad thing, first bad thing I have on there is that I've never been a fan of leaving through the cage door. I think it's stupid that that's a way to win a cage match. The, the you can tell the ref to open the door for you just so you can climb, so you can crawl out. It makes for a suspenseful TV at least. Yeah, but then it's like, I can do a run-in, knock out, knock down the referee, and get in the cage match myself, and help my guy win. Mm-hmm. The, what's to stop the Wyatt family being out there is, you can't disqualify in a cage match, can you? Nope. Nobody can. What's to stop them from shoving him down, and just going in and having at it at Jericho? The cage match is a cage. You stay in the fucking cage. The only way you should be out, you climb out. I, I always want them to just be, you climb out, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But you can, you can win by pinfall, you can win by submission. The only thing is, no one gets in. But here, Unless they knock the referee down and open the door. Here's the thing, we have, uh, we can compa- make comparisons now. Like, 25 years ago, you had the cage matches, the big blow-off. Now the cage matches, what leads up to Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell... If you're not in the cell, you're out of the cell. And there's no getting in it. Unless you have wire bolt cutters. Right. Which has happened. But you see what I'm saying? It's like, if you really want to keep everyone out and just the two competitors in, you do a Hell in a Cell match. And if they're that determined, then you got some really good heels on your hands. Yeah, but the cage match, you're supposed to climb out. 
Well, now it's pinfall, submission, or escape in the cage. Either over the top. So many ways. Or through the door. Yeah. I, I don't like it. Uh, good was starting with a cage match. Mm-hmm. Um, Jericho's Leap of Faith also. Yeah. That's cool. Well, there's a reason for that. And there's a good reason. Because if, if you notice Chris Jericho when he's at the top, he gives a why the fuck not yeah. before he jumps off. Mm-hmm. And the reason that the Wyatt family was out there in the first place was for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Vince wanted, this is all according, this is from Chris Jericho on his podcast said, Vince wanted the Wyatts not at ringside. Mm-hmm. Jericho wanted them at ringside because then... It, it wouldn't make sense if no one's there. Why wouldn't he just keep climbing out? Why would he jump off onto Bray Wyatt? Because there's no other option for him. Yeah, that's a good point. So that's why he did it that way. Jericho reportedly hurt his foot, his toes, uh, when he, like, I think he did like a, a, a moonsault and something. Oh, the lion salt. The lion salt. Yeah. And it hurt Toe his, jam. Yeah. So, and he wasn't, his knee didn't get tweaked. Uh, if you, if you thought it got, if you thought his knee was tweaked, Jericho said, then you two were fooled. You gave in to the, you were caught by the magic. <laughs> Mark. Uh, I have the Jericho crossbody off the top is great. Yeah. Um, Miz shaving his chest leaked. Oh, <laughs> I still want to know who's taking those photos. That was funny, but I said, maybe, probably Maurice. Hopefully. Why? I don't know. I just don't want to speculate. Uh, or would it be better if Maurice is spray tanning him and Damien Sandow's taking the pictures? Yeah, that'd be funny. It'd be really funny. <laughs> uh, I got for uh, Bad Dolph's fake laugh. Yeah. Um, AJ tagging Paige on the boob oh, I didn't to get that. herself in. She tagged oh, yeah, the boob yeah, yeah, I remember. Because AJ, I mean, Paige refused to tag AJ in. Yeah. So AJ, the boob tagged her. Hashtag boob tag. Hashtag boob tag. Yeah. <laughs> I also have Paige and AJ kissing the title under good. Yeah. Technically, by proxy, they've kissed each other. Let's see what else I got. Well, if you have anything good that you want to throw in at any time, you can. Paul Heyman. This is uh, I put on the, the good of Raw. Because Paul Heyman is claiming that Brock Lesnar has advice for John Cena. He was given permission by his client, Brock Lesnar, to give John Cena the secret to defeating Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. And basically telling him to give up the wristbands and the t-shirts, you know, cut a wrap or something on the fat guy in the sixth row telling him he can't wrestle. Mm-hmm. And that he doesn't have to sell his soul to the devil because the devil sold his soul to Paul Heyman a long time ago. <laughs> Let me say this. I like, I love everything that Paul Heyman does on Paul Heyman is the fucking man. And he made John Cena more interesting on Raw. Even though Cena was doing his whole still uh, be John Cena repeat, be John Cena repeat. Actually, I have that under good. 
Yeah. I thought that was dumb. But the reasons he gave were good. The whole, like, when he said uh, some kid wants his one wish to be to hang out with John Cena for a day, and that makes him feel good. A, it's good TV. I think he said dying wish. Like a no, he dying said, wish. He said one wish. We heard dying. But he said one wish. Well, I thought Make-A-Wish for, was for kids that were on their way out. Yeah, but still. Oh. You don't say... He's not going to say it's their dying wish. It's the one wish. If you can grant one wish, and you want to hang out with him, for, again, it's cool. And it's real. That's, I really think that's how he feels. So it, it, it works on TV. Yeah, I was... Gonna say it does work. Um, I actually had B. John Cena repeat under the good because I think it's important. I think it's important because then a kid growing up, somebody who didn't have a, a male role model or doesn't have their father around, somebody to teach them, there's not a lot of security for some people, they're just insecure. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people want to be other people. They'll, they'll see a person and, oh, this guy's cool. I want to, I want to be like that guy or, or this guy. But John Cena says, be John Cena repeat. That could, you can remove his name mm-hmm. and insert your name. You know, little Jimmy can insert his name. You know, little fucking Johnny, Joey, Jack, fucking... Little Jimmy. Fucking Lisa, Carolyn, whatever. It doesn't matter. Girl, boy, fucking young, old, just... Because the guy said he doesn't care if they boo him. He's not going to change who he is to make people like him. And too many people do that. Too Mm -hmm. many people try to adapt for other people. And that's that's not the way to live. Mm -hmm. It's, It's hard to do. But he fucking does it. I don't know if if he really, like, by, by himself, in the dark, when the lights go out, if that's what he believes. But, watching that, I believe that he believes that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Also mentioning uh, real stuff. Like, a guy you know, told him, oh, I can't stand you, but thanks for doing right by my kid. Mm-hmm. That's that's good thing. I think that really happened. It had to have, right? Mm-hmm. So, fucking good. Uh, I'm a John Cena fan again. Ditto. I'm back on board. I just, just stick to that. Fine. You know, don't, don't want to turn them. Don't turn them. Good. It's fine. It's working. It's always gonna work, and it's very important. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of heroes around. Too many anti-heroes, even. But then I got the minus, Uh-oh. and it's in the very same segment. Mm-hmm. Paul Heyman is not a wrestler. Paul Heyman can't physically defend himself against somebody like John Cena. Mm -hmm. John Cena bullied Paul Heyman in the same segment. I could have done without that. Basically telling him, Brock Lesnar comes out here next week, or I'm going to fuck you up next week. I don't think that's cool. One can make the argument that John Cena is smart enough to know Brock Lesnar is not going to let Paul Heyman get his ass beat. 
He just wants Brock to get out there. Yeah. So he's just saying shit mm-hmm. to get Brock to come out. Because I don't think he's going to put his hands on Paul Heyman. That's, I don't think he should. Because that just doesn't make sense to me. Triple H has. Stephanie has. Punked it. You just made my point. CM Punk, not John Cena. Triple H, not John Cena. Stephanie McMahon, not John Cena. Okay. And it's okay Stephanie McMahon does, because if Paul Heyman can't fight off Stephanie McMahon, he's got a problem. Because he's still <laughs> a fucking man. Okay? Not taking... Well, I'm not getting into this woman versus man thing, but it's biology, it's evolution, I'm not going through with this. So we're not going to talk about uh, Beulah versus Bill Alfonso? No, we're not going to talk about that. Okay. So or China versus Spike Dudley. My point is... John Cena shouldn't be bullying Paul Heyman. Trying to take his lunch money and stuff. <laughs> okay, so Sheamus fought on Raw. Okay, I believe you. And um, <laughs> Cesaro comes out and distracts him by, you know, grabbing his title. Much oh, like yeah. Paige and AJ. Yeah. Which, PJ, which I have under bad, didn't they do this title distraction thing with, with Paige? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was only like three weeks earlier or some shit. Yeah. So, there's that. I oh. I like Cesaro's fella. That was pretty good. That was good. It sounds just like him. Yeah, it was... I was, I was playing I was playing WWE Supercard on my phone, and I'm like, oh, that was Cesaro. Oh, shit. Right? I had to look up. I had to look up for a second. You had to, man. Uh, we don't have that much raw stuff. Um, oh, uh, under bat, I had Rusev looking like an idiot when he waves that flag. He really does look stupid. Every time. It's like, I, I picture this little chubby kid in color guard and <laughs> assembly just waving it around. <laughs> And hitting other people in the face with it. Um, no one at all, no one at all doesn't run in on this guy while he's talking shit about our national anthem. No one. No swagger, no Mark Henry, no one with a shred of American pride. They just let him go on and on. No one. It cut to the announcers. What's going on here? Bad booking. Really bad booking. I have under good the NXT tag match. Yes. Um, Adrian Neville and Sami Zayn versus Tyler Breeze and Mr. Natalia mm-hmm. Tyson Kidd. Yeah, I like how um, they generally chant Natty's husband, but on actually during the match on uh, NXT, rolling 999 a month, you can see on WWE Network, they were actually chanting Natty's wife. Oh, nice. Nah, I didn't. That was cool. I'm going to have to rewatch it. Uh, also, under good, speaking that you mentioned that, I'm not the only one who thinks Natalia is the man in their marriage. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I believe the announcers alluded to that a little bit. You give Tyson Kidd a good, like, 15 minutes in a match with someone, like maybe Kofi Kingston or whatever, I think we'd see a damn good match. The tag team match was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it showcased uh, Adrian Devil's gravity-defying abilities. Red Arrow. So, good 
on that. Corkscrew somersault. Dive splash. I can't do that, even if I had a giant bed. I I would die. Whatever, whatever, like whatever the hell happened, I would die in the process. Whether it be a heart attack, because you know I don't do heights. Ever since that one cage match, I don't do heights anymore. And but no, it wouldn't work. I'd land wrong. Yeah, man, it's 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 dangerous business. Um, but there's also something I don't know if it's what comedy you want to place it on, but uh, there wasn't the rematch. For uh, SummerSlam. Uh, Orton and Reigns. Orton and Roman Reigns. In second. That was the main event mm-hmm. for the season premiere of Raw, which I have under bad, but actually shit. There is no off-season, so therefore <laughs> there is no season premiere. But the thing is, it was the first night they were up against my Night Football. Therefore, they had to make it special, and to promote the specialness of Raw, it's like, oh, let's call it a season premiere. This match was alright. Yeah. Um, it could have only ended one way. And it's the way it did. Uh, Randy Orton motioning for his his buddies mm-hmm. to come down. The authority. Authority. And ring crew. Yeah. For a cage. I have under shit Seth Rollins almost dying. Did you see that shit? What? The fucking... The, the cage was coming oh, down. Oh, yeah, it almost crushed him. Yeah, well, not only crushed him, just the spike was about to go into the fucking thing through his fucking back. Yeah, that would have been... It's like he didn't know if he was supposed to go in. Yeah, because he was sort of hung up it's a like, little bit. Yeah, do I go in or... No, I guess I gotta get out for now, and I'll come in later. But the cage actually stopped dropping after, like, he got out of the way, but still. It's like, all right, well, hold on. He might die. Let's pause this a second. Ah, right, he's clear. All right, we can drop the cage. Yeah, so the cage came down. Uh, for a second there, we thought that they screwed up and left Randy Orton alone in there with a chair and Roman Reigns. And we thought somehow Roman Reigns would capitalize, which apparently he's not fast or smart enough to do so. Yeah. Well, I mean, he... You're right. But he did dominate until he got hit with a flying cross body from the cage. Which, if you compare that to Jericho's, Jericho's is better. Because... You know, because Jericho does DDP yoga, and Seth Rollins does CrossFit. That's why. Okay, not just that. (laughs) But because it was anticipation for Jericho's. Seth Rollins just happened. It happened. Well, I mean, if you're in the in the live audience, I guess you saw Rollins climbing, so you so the anticipation anticipation built. Yeah, it just wasn't as good. It didn't come off as well on TV. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, even reaction wise, it didn't. It wasn't a great crowd. It wasn't a bad crowd, but it wasn't a great crowd. I mean, what was it last week? Two weeks ago, there was a really fucking hot crowd. So basically, they took Roman Reigns out for you know until Tuesday. Yeah. Also, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Also, Chris Jericho was attacked by Randy Orton in the trainers' room because it's the season premiere. Apparently. Yeah. I yeah. So I think overall the season could be a raw, but we're not done. 
We're not done with Raw. We're not done with Raw. Because I had to save the shit, the absolute shit for the very end. Oh. There's only one thing that didn't stop, that stopped this from being complete shit. It was the fact that the millions and millions around the world were all together chanting, chanting my name, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. I didn't hear Springer. <laughs> All I heard was Jerry. You don't chant Jerry Springer. Oh. You chant Jerry. It was my name. They were chanting for me. And the fans were disappointed when I didn't show up. I think Jerry Springer was famous a little bit longer than you have been. That doesn't mean anything. He's it's, it's about relevance. And he's irrelevant. Is he? Can we all agree? Alright, yes. That this is the year 2014. He had Bellas rolling around on top of him. That whole segment was garbage. But, at the same time, they did use evidence that was pretty good. But I could have done without the whole segment. They were using a lot of Total Divas clips. This is basically cross-promotion for Total Divas. This is what this is. No. Yeah. No. That's it. Get the fuck out. I would love to, but I can't. It, it was awful, and I'm glad Mr. Springer wasn't it hurt. It could have been worse. It could have been Growing Up Bella. Growing Up Bella was worse. Every Growing Up Bella segment was worse. Nikki Bella does not belong anywhere near the Divas title. I just want to state that. Does Brie? No, but she's not in the match. Yeah. That's why I mentioned it. Well, I'm not jumping ahead to the future. I'm living in the now. You want to book ahead? You go ahead and book ahead. That's what we do. I'm not booking that. You book that. I don't want to book that. But I'm going with the current... I, I want to unbook Nikki out, out of I'm that. going with what's here now. And why are they bringing their stupid brother out there? I don't care. I don't care about him. some Jerry Springer show-type drama. And what was the point of him being his, bringing in security with him? He didn't do anything until, like, after everything happened. Yeah, after the fucking potential injury. He should be fired. He's not Steve. No, he's not. Anyway, uh, that's it for Raw. Uh, fucking 8 out of 10, I guess. That high? I really like that cage match. Really cage match. I, the way I see it, Raw was all about the bookends. Yeah, the cage match. Yeah. Um, Reigns versus Orton, which ended with Seth Rollins almost dying and flying off top of the cage and then the beatdown. And in the middle, best best segment that wasn't uh, on the end was Cena Heyman. For me. Okay. So th- those were the three big segments of the show. Those are the three success stories of Raw. Yeah, once again, I... So I say... Six and a half out of ten. I ranked it high because I really liked that cage match. I really liked seeing... But you hated the ending so much. I liked seeing the NXT guys mm-hmm. up on Raw fucking doing what they can do. Having a veteran like Tyson Kidd in their match was helpful to them. Even though he sucks. <laughs> and I hate him. Um, He's married that to wrestler. John Cena segment... I really liked it. I thought it was very good and important. Indeed. 
That's it for Raw. Um, did you did you happen to watch main event? Because I did. I didn't catch main event. The Ascen- we had the Ascension versus uh, the Matadors. Did the Ascension win? Yeah. Okay. Why are the Matadors still working? Like, why? They need tag team jobbers. Tag team, tag team division is virtually so non-existent. Tag team division? Uh, every now and then. Did I skip? Did Stardust show up on Raw? Did they do anything? I don't remember that. Fuck it. They were on SmackDown. Speaking of SmackDown, I got SmackDown's good, bad, and shit. Time for the Raw rebound. Yeah. Alright, so I'm going to start with bad first. Do I not have shit? Uh, I hope not. I have one piece of shit. I'll, I'll do shit first. Uh, truths are, okay. Alright, so let's talk about the, uh, R-Truth, Dolph Ziggler match with Miz and Ms. Dow. That's uh, actually R-Ziggler. R-Truth wasn't in that match. Yeah, I didn't like what that. What match were you that watching? Was dumb. That was dumb. I didn't like it. I'm going to disagree with you. Alright. The shit was, Arshu's zigzag when he almost broke uh, Damon Mizdow's neck. Yeah, that was... Because Mizdow landed as if he was hitting Randy Orton's inverted backbreaker on it. Mm. So, like, his neck was across his body when he landed, and he could have fucking died. Okay. Obviously, that is shit. But he didn't. He's so, you know, he didn't die as far as we know. We have under good... Uh, that was it for that match? That was it for, that was it for shit. Oh, because I want... For that match, okay. uh, truth, zigzag... Uh, yeah, that's all I have. Um, oh, shit, I also had stunt doubles in general. Um, Ziggler had a really good stunt double. I had trouble. I don't know. You did not have trouble. I don't know. Who was who? I don't know what was going on. <laughs> That was some good movie magic, man. No. It was like watching two of the same person. When they were announcing the competitors in the match, before they announced R. Ziggler, is that what they called him? R. Ziggler. Terrible. I was hoping it would be Zack Ziggler. I thought you would appreciate it because R. Ziggler was using Dolph Ziggler's moveset. Yeah, but, but he didn't have enough time to practice the zigzag. That's probably why it got messed up. And almost he killed Damien Mizdow. But he didn't fucking kill him! He's not fucking dead! He's alive! I know how much you care about him. He's gonna be alright. It's gonna be okay. He didn't kill him! Here, Here's something about that match that I have on the good. Mm. And you're really gonna appreciate this. Did you see that DDT? There was that. But more than that, Miz held the tag rope. Yes. Very important to hold a tag rope during a tag match. Did you even notice? Did you notice? No, I wasn't. I was uh, playing Super uh-huh. Mario. It pisses you off when it doesn't happen, but it happens, and you're playing WWE Super Car. Yeah, because I'm the only one that plays that game during TV. Kind of Magic King of the Ring, man. Well. Gotta feed you guys. That's what I was doing. And also, that match was great. The announcers... JBL made that match great. I yeah, JBL. the fact that he couldn't tell the difference—that was amazing. Listeners, if it's possible to hear an eye roll, you're hearing it right now. No one—I don't think anybody—I don't think Vince watches SmackDown. No way. 
because it's like JBL and Cole were drunk. And poor, uh, what's the fuck his face? Tom Phillips. Is just trying so hard. Should be, like, it's John like, Smith. It's like they're training wheels for him. Like, alright, you're gonna do all the work, and we just... It's like Michael Cole and JBL were both the color guys. And he was... You know, yeah, he was, he, he was also sitting in the middle, which is the anchor seat. They're his two balls. They gave him balls. Because he's the dick in the middle. So I mean, shouldn't even have to be a dick. I don't he doesn't look... He doesn't even look interesting enough to be a dick. Who says dicks are interesting? I, don't, I didn't say they are. <laughs> just more interesting looking than him. Oh, you are just implying... Oh, so you find a dick more interesting to look at? Than t- <laughs> Not that I find a dick interesting, but yes. That's how bland this fucking Tom Phillips dick is. Alright, I'll cut that for you. <laughs> you don't have to. Alright, so, um... Alright, just... I'm flipping back and forth here, because I, I did not as good band shit. It's fine. So I, was happy. I don't even have an order. Alright, I was happy about Justin Gabriel's return. Didn't care. Because other than his return here, I pretty much only seen him in WWE Supercard. It's the only place I've seen him. Uh, it was a good match, Bo Dallas versus Justin Gabriel, but what I didn't like I have under bad is that Bo versus Justin Gabriel, the match started and then Bo got on the mic. That's dumb. That's always stupid. It's like, alright, so he's talking... He's paying attention to the crowd and to Jack Swagger at ringside. I'm just gonna like exit the ring, come in behind him, and roll him up. Because sure. talking. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Um. Also, under bad, in a not bad way, there was no Seamus on the show. Now, that's not bad in and of itself, but Seamus is fucking boring. Now, that's a problem because he's supposed to be a face. If we're bored with him, him not being there is not going to make him more interesting. That's his problem. He's not fucking interesting. Maybe he's selling the beatdown from Raw. He was beatdown on Raw? I don't know. Yes, Cesaro nailed the equalizer on him. A finisher. But he beat him up, too. I don't remember. I don't even think we brought it up when we were talking about Raw. Yeah, well, he did the fella thing. Fella. To mock oh. him. Because he was distracting him with the belt, and wow. he came in at the end and fucking fucked okay. him up. Mm. Um, same old arm wrestling contest. Is on the bed. Lana with the chalk and the eyes. She did like Mr. Fuji. She Mr. used to Fuji. do when she was with Yokozuna. He was with Yokozuna. That's exactly what I thought of. That was salt. Yeah, it was. Which is worse. Although Tao could really fucking dry out the fucking eyeballs. Yeah, fucking Mark Henry had dry eyes. <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Last thing I have under bed is the Uso injury angle. Now, I know I advocated this early for the Ascension, but the Ascension is a dominant tag team. If one of them gets a leg injury or any injury in general and drop the belts, that's a believable belt drop. The Usos are not a dominant fucking team. One of them gets an injury. If you're writing a fucking injury angle for them, you're trying to protect them. And I don't think they're worth protecting at all. 
I think it's this fucking stupid angle for them. It's weird that they had Stardust and Goldust team up the Wyatt family. I didn't like that. They're trying to make the Dust Brothers heels. I know. It's just... It's bad. Didn't they beat them down two weeks ago using fucking desk chairs? Like... Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Whatever. It's like the guys writing aren't watching the shit that they wrote two weeks earlier. So that's fucking bad also. I also... I got um, under good... Besides Bo and Justin Gabriel, and Miss Holden Tag Rope, and Justin Gabriel's Attorney General, I like that Paige beat Summer Rae with the Black Widow. Yeah. Because AJ was sitting inside. And then AJ had the Paige turn on Layla, although, to make it more even, I would have liked it to have been the PTO. Yeah. I didn't appreciate the uh, announcer's interaction with AJ during that match. It wasn't good. That time, no. I mean, I like when they allude to her being crazy without saying it. Yeah, but it's not even that. They're not listening to what she's saying. It's like they were... It's like they had no interest in what's happening at all. Because they were drunk. I guess they were. It's something, but it shows some respect. She's a performer. She's trying to tell a story. Mm -hmm. And you're not being helpful. They were being dismissive. You know, you should treat her like any other talent. Yeah, she's a former two-time yeah. Divas champ at least. How many times? Two, three? Her most recent reign was a long time for mm-hmm. a Diva. So Almost a year? And they had... I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with that, but they fucked up. Dropped the ball. Why didn't you like Art Ziggler? Just didn't. Man, for some reason, I thought you'd like it. Too much of a stretch. I thought it was great. The fact that he doing his moves. JBL, that was good. I think JBL was like overselling. Oh, he looks just like him. I can't tell. Are you stupid? That's great. And I think it's great that the stunt double that R. Ziggler was. There's no way that he could be confused for Dolph Ziggler. But he was. <laughs> if he would have bleached his hair, I probably would have been all over it. But he didn't, he didn't go that far. That's the. Yeah, he didn't need to, though. He didn't need to. He would have bleached his hair. He didn't need to. It would have just looked silly. If he would have bleached his hair, yeah. it would have been great. I don't know. I, I, like, like, take out the dreads or cornrows, whatever the fuck they are. I don't know. I don't inspect. Take them out. Bleach them. Just make them... At least make the figure stunt double attempted to do his moves. Which is the more than I can say about Miz Dow over there, who does none of the Miz's moves. It's not like he's got a difficult move set. Mm. The jump clothesline in the corner through the ropes is... Seems like it would be... He doesn't do everything. He could make an attempt. Mm. At least do his finisher. Skull-crushing finale. It's easy. I'm saying truth zigzag almost killed Damien Miz now. It didn't happen. Nobody dies in wrestling. Now. Owen Hart. Now? Did you hear now? Oh. Did you hear the now part? Oh. It's like NWO but scrambled. Oh, well, you could have gotten paralyzed, Draws. Now. <laughs> this is the new wrestling. Smackdown. Five. I say six. I only say five because they raw rebounded the Jerry Springer segment. Dude, they raw rebound raw. All of it. So, 
You didn't like the tag team match with uh, Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton and Seth Rollins? Didn't find it worthy of writing about. Mm. I thought it was a good match between the four of those guys. Mm. Randy Orton's going to be fighting Jericho at Night of Champions, which I'm guessing is going to be him being written off. I think uh, Orton's going to punt him. That's your podcast for this week. Uh, make sure you listen to us on Stitcher, uh, like us on iTunes, listen to us there also, uh, follow us on Twitter, at Basement Bookers, I am at Rich the Riz, at Basement Jer, for Jerry over there, and, uh, do we have anything else to plug? Uh, um, I know, I know Stitcher makes us sound better every you week, You could so. subscribe to us on iTunes, mm-hmm. uh, for our Apple brothers out there. And, um, it'll, like, you know, you'll download the episodes when they come out. Stitcher is great, because, you know, everything uses it. You don't have to go through the RSS stuff if you don't want to. You just get it, get our channel straight there. And, uh, you know, stream it through your GM vehicle or whatever. Every GM car now. Yeah, so. And they have also other great programs. But screw those. Uh, we're us. That's all I have to say about that. I don't think there's anything else. That's it. Uh, eat, sleep, super card, repeat. Ha <laughs> ha!